0: Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true You're a pal and a confidant
2: This
3: morning, sweeter than a morning snack, snack. Guess would like some, some oh and make that coffee black. black Welcome my friends to the great reality here at Take 12 Recovery Radio with Tony J Good morning y'all Bruce H
2: Hey, hey, hey
3: And of course me, <laughs> the Monty Man <laughs> <rest laughs> Mwa ha on
2: some root this morning i snazzy as a Cadillac I'm up, to grab your cup and
3: let's have coffee. Lots of coffee, Shots of coffee, lots of coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah, make that coffee
2: black.
3: Yes, indeedy.
2: When do I get to sing? <laughs> you can sing next week. Pop, pop,
3: okay. pop, pop, pop. Well, I, I had vertigo last week. I was dizzy as can be. I, I, I stood up out of my bed and I fell right back down. Did you really? (laughs) Yes. Oh, wow. And then I stood up again, and I fell back down again.
1: Yeah, my mom has that. It's horrible. And then in the evening,
3: I stood about on my chair, and I fell back down on my chair. And so I called you guys and let you guys know. And Because I've never dealt with vertigo in my life, it scared the living daylights out of me. But it's not that big of a deal. No. Um, If you treat it right, and you're aware that
2: at any moment you could fall down go boom. Yeah. Yeah. I had two firefighters, one on each side of me. And i had it and they were carrying me out to the stretcher and i was laughing and they wanted to know i was laughing
1: why you- <laughs> wait why were you laughing why were you laughing i,
2: told them I thought it was a free high oh cuz the room was spinning and mm-hmm.
3: yeah maybe i'll look at it that way
2: <laughs> i'm pretty sick of boy i, <laughs> I think we maybe you ought to stay with what you have but- <laughs> but I really did. I, you know, I was in AA when it struck me. Oh, and I okay, had to vertigo. A, okay, I'd have a friend of mine take me to the car, and he drove me home. And then about oh fifteen minutes later, I had I told my wife called nine one one. Yeah, it was scaring me. You know, wow. But because, you- yeah, it was like an overdose.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how, what that feels like, but I thought you were talking about this last time. I was like, what do you? What?
2: But I mean, that's how sick I am. That's where my head goes. I'm just. I hear you.
1: Oh, no, yeah. not. Re- I can't really say much because when they work on certain areas in my mouth, I, I need, I like literally, because I'm so claustrophobic, they have to use the laughing gas because I will freak out. I'm not oh. kidding. I'm just that claustrophobic. Do you have any
3: dental work coming up? In the no. Oh shit. I want to, like... to come and watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty talkative. They tell me to shut up because they're trying to work on my teeth, but
3: well welcome everybody to the show. Uh sorry about last week. Uh <laughs> uh we did post uh we I posted a, a show last night out of the archives, out of the archive zone called Self Will. Uh with Wade Coffee, Cherie Coffee, Ed D, and myself. The Coffees. Um, yeah. Now you can't get those uh from the archive zone shows on the YouTube archives and you can't get them on take 12 radio.com. You have to go to our Potomatic page, which is simply take 12 recovery And you can subscribe there. And Tony will, will tell you, hold on a second. Let me get it. Tony will, uh, shall tell you how to do that, <laughs> uh, at the end of the show, as well as Bruce will let you know how to contact us, uh, when we get to the end of the show today. But, um, uh, and they're posted they're posted on facebook and if you're a subscriber to Potomatic, you'll you'll get those but uh there that is there so listen um before we get into the topic today, which is true friendship
1: yes. what is
3: what is true friendship um a true friend of ours um Melissa uh Taggett
1: oh yeah, I loved what she did
3: she sent uh she sent a cool thing on our facebook page um it comes out of our daily bread uh today. She just wanted to encourage us, mm-hmm. and Bruce and, and Tony and me and, and some other, of her other friends. Um, and so she sent this. She said, Just be encouraged. You guys be encouraged. You guys mm-hmm. that, are, that are doing God's work, I want to encourage you. And, and Melissa, she was a co host here yeah. for a short time. Uh, she's very much of an encourager.
1: She's amazing. <laughs> I love her.
3: <clears throat> Thank you, Melissa, so much. Yes. And this is what it says My son loves to read. If he reads more books than what is required at school, he receives an award certificate. That bit of encouragement motivates him to to keep up the good work. Well, when the Apostle Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, he motivated them not with an award, but with words of encouragement. He said, Brothers and sisters, we instructed you how to live in order to please God, as in fact you are living. Now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this more and more. These Christians were pleasing God through their lives, and Paul encouraged them to continue to live more and more for him. Maybe today you and I uh, are giving our best to know and love and please our Father. Let's take Paul's words as an incentive to continue in our faith. But let's go one step further. Who might we encourage today with Paul's words? Does someone come to mind who is diligent in following the Lord and seeking to please him? Write a note or make a phone call and urge this person to keep on in their faith journey with him. when uh, What you say may just be what they need to continue following and serving Jesus. Mm-hmm. So I, that was really
1: nice of her. Yeah, that was a great start, uh, start to my day. I know yeah. that. Was- yeah, awesome. Thank you, thank
3: you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, how often do we take people for granted that are really doing God's work? and We forget to just say, you know what, I just want to sit you down and tell you how much I appreciate
2: uh, all that you do. Yeah. You know, words like that... Can mean a great deal to people. That should be one of those letters that you send out and then they send it to a friend and they send it to a friend.
1: Oh, like a chain letter? Yeah. Yeah. But a good one. Social networking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. I may just do that when I get home from work. You may. Or Melissa, there's an idea for you to do. Wait, she already did
3: so no. Tony, Tony, who is our friend as well, brought us a little cup of fruit I forgot and cup no, of fruit
2: and no spoon
3: <laughs> but she forgot she forgot that just wiped out her friendship. She forgot to bring a spoon, so we're all looking at of, our little of, cup of fruit of any kind.
1: <laughs> I was like, we could shoot it, but then I'd have flashbacks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my word. And uh, for you speed freaks out there, she also uh, brought me a nice big bag of McCafe premium roast. Yes, smooth and balanced. And and this is not the coffee you get at McDonald's through their machine. This is actually the be- the coffee beans ground in a bag from McDonald's, mm-hmm. which is a lot fresher and a lot better. Thank you, Tony. You're Tony you're is welcome. the queen of the golden arches, if you I didn't am. already know that. Yes, indeed.
1: That should be my radio name. Do you recognize Do you like my voice arches? when I come to the drive-through? No.
3: I recognize yours.
1: Well I know, but it's it, wrong with it, you. And well no. <laughs> and people don't get this. When when it's like really windy or rainy or oh, it's unless bad, it's like it? perfect weather, I can pick up who's who.
2: That's not that's like being not recognizable.
1: Well I yeah. Know. So when you have I'm the background so noise, especially with the she big chucks. Or the loud engines, everybody just sounds kind of like wah, wah 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 wah, and I have to wah, like figure wah. it out. And I'm wah. the deaf one, so they get like really impatient with wah, me. Wah. <laughs> wah wah. They're like Tony, just go back in the back, take Man. the money. You're good at that. Wah wah. I love money.
3: Tony, you miss you missed the shindig. I
1: know. <sighs> I didn't have forty dollars to go though. If you would have told me. I don't want no. I would never go take. I would have taken
3: you. it yep. out of your hide. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, that would probably help me out. No, all.
3: but, but let, let, here's the deal, though. Sometimes people buy a whole table and then they donate the seats. Yeah, but so I figured there was somebody
1: it. who needed it more than I did.
3: Well, you should have been there anyway, and you, know, you could have been encouraged and encouraging, and so next time, next time. Uh, so it was a great event. It really was. It and looked it, fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the guys sang, and and um, you get a bunch of a bunch of ex-active drug addicts together, like about eighteen to twenty of them, and have them sing "I'll Fly Away." It's not <laughs> not only entertaining, but a little strange. <laughs> But it was such a blessing. Everybody's dressed up in Western gear, and and they had amazing uh, barbecue. And uh, what do you call it? Oh, uh, man. What, what is that? What is that beef that it, they cook it? A brisket. Ooh. You know. Oh, it's just. It was. Okay. Yeah. Delicious. Next year I need to go. Delicious. Absolutely. Bruce, delicious.
1: next year we need to go.
3: And there's. Hey. I needed to go this year. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so next year I'm gonna I'm gonna get a table for all of us. Really? That, that'll be good. Aww. Yeah, we'll figure that out.
1: Okay. Yes
3: indeed and we donated fifteen hundred dollars in advertising and they forgot to put it out on the auction table
1: <laughs> shut up are you serious yeah. okay I really need to go. so next maybe year,
3: next year so next year we'll do that mm-hmm. uh yes indeed so uh, listen to this uh this promo for Hope Fest which uh, I will be going uh, flying out this Thursday that's to go great. to Hope Fest in uh, Prescott Arizona uh, come back and we'll do trivia and something else that's a little fun yeah. uh and then of course we'll hit our topic true friendship what is it So don't go away. Hey, everyone, it's the Monty Man from the world's oldest recovery talk and positive music radio station, Take 12 Recovery Radio. And as a CEO and radio personality, I have the opportunity and pleasure of attending many recovery events and concerts throughout the country. But none stand quite as tall as the Hope Fest. The theme, His Grace is Enough for You. This is the fifth annual event, and it's being held Saturday, October 22nd, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. in the beautiful Prescott Courthouse Plaza in Prescott, Arizona. Live music, local and national recording artists, guest speakers, Free Family Fun Zone, The Hope Serves Community Resource Fair, Food and Vendor Booths, and so much more. This event is absolutely amazing. Please join me and my co-host and guest for the 5th Annual Hope Fest Saturday, October 22nd, in Prescott, Arizona. Visit HopeFestAZ.com and get involved. And now... And now... Trivia... It's the
0: quiz of the week Exciting That's right, everybody It's time for Take 12 Radio's Quiz of the Week Sponsored by <laughs> that recovery magazine The 12-Step Gazette Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com Preach it, season. Now, <laughs>
1: here's the Monty dance Yes, indeedy <laughs> Chris looks so enthused he's like i hate trivia
3: (laughs) he says i hate trivia all right
1: (laughs) if you get it wrong
3: of course you get the fluff machine if you get it right she gets something like that and uh trivia uh this week or the quiz of the week uh in honor of our topic are uh best friends best friends and uh so here they are i'm going to give you the name of the first person uh, animal, or f- uh f- fictional character, and then you give me the name of the second person that is their sidekick, best friend, whatever.
1: Ooh, that's good.
3: Okay? So, uh, okay. let's see. Wh- here we go. And whoever beats you to the punch, if you get it right, we'll let you know. If you get it wrong, we'll definitely let you know. Oh, like
1: Family Feud? Are we doing it that way? I don't know. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> okay, here's the number. Uh, first one. Charlotte and... Charlotte and... Spider... No, okay, that's Charlotte, who's oh. her best friend. Charlotte and... The pig. All right. Wilbur. We'll, we'll give it to you. Wilbur, yes. Ah! Wilbur. All right. Snoop... You didn't jump in. Okay, Snoopy and... Like Come on, Bruce. Snoopy Bruce and... Oh, you guys. Charlie
1: Brown. Yes! yes. Charlie, yes! <laughs> good! Yeah,
3: good for you, Tony. <laughs> Bruce.
1: All right, Bruce. All right let's give this to one to Bruce. Yeah, okay. I you ready? trying to do that with the last one. Bruce, Batman and...
3: Batman He's
1: and...
2: Robin. Yay!
3: <laughs> Three willikers. <laughs> oh, this one may be a little harder uh, if you don't read cartoons in the newspaper. Calvin and... Ooh, Hobbs! Ha- yes, very good. I love the Bruce comics. she is just wiping you out here. All right, Bruce. Yeah, you
2: have to rub it in, huh? <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, Bruce. You can't get this one wrong. Bonnie and
2: Clyde. Yes, yeah. Bonnie
3: and Clyde. <laughs> Woohoo. All right, Thelma and
2: Louise. Thelma and Louise. I had no idea Good. on that one. I actually did right, Lucy and Ooh, bu- Lucifer. <laughs> Lucifer.
1: <laughs> My cat. My cat's their that, best friend. That that that.
2: <laughs> I, I not uh, that, that that that. bop, bop, bop. Guy with black hair.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, Lucy and they were best friends.
1: Oh, like the Lucy show. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Ethel.
3: Ethel. Ethel. Yes. <laughs> Ethel. Ethel. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking of her. Hubby. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so all right, Bruce. <laughs> Bruce, this is out of your era yes, and mine. This is you. Go, Ralph and. Ooh.
2: I know who it is, but I don't know. Okay, what? Name. It, what was his job? Do you remember? He was a plumber.
3: He was worked in the sewer. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. Ralph, and so we'll give it to you. Well, we'll give you half of a and a. All right, Ralph and Norton. Norton. Yeah. Who's and he, Norton? Norton? That was his best friend. That's the
1: antivirus
3: yeah. thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the honey yeah. See, I knew his occupation, but I couldn't oh. think of his name. <laughs> Alright,
3: here's your last one. If You both have to get this
1: right. Beavis and... Oh, Lord, I know.
3: Beavis Come on, Bruce.
1: and Bruce. Butthead.
3: Beavis and Butthead. I yeah. didn't know that.
1: <laughs> you didn't know that. You know that MTV show? <laughs> Beavis.
4: No. <laughs> no. No, okay. Seen <laughs> seen
1: I think he was... I, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring. A, I dropped gonna... out of society somewhere around <laughs> there. Oh, I love you. We love
3: you, Bruce. You're amazing. Uh, okay, that does take troll trivia, um, friendship <laughs> trivia. All right, but we're not done. We're not done. We got one more fun little thing here. Ooh. <clears throat> Coming up right. Yep, there it is. That's correct friends, it's time for take12 recovery radios. Stupid is as stupid does news.
4: that's
3: right.
1: We haven't done that for a while.
3: I haven't done this in a, in a long time actually.. <laughs> 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 All right, these are, uh, these are actually out of the uh, the 12-Step uh, Gazette. Oh, no. Uh, so I just give you an a, example of what you can get when you get the 12-Step Gazette, visit 12stepgazette.com to get your copy, your free copy of this recovery uh, magazine. All right. Um,
2: I suggest we go straight to the top because yeah, we need the time. Yeah, you would suggest that. We need the
3: time. <laughs> well, Stephen Crane broke into uh, a, the Ravi... Uh, ravilli republic i guess it's it's in montana uh in, in their newsroom he used the computers to watch porn and check <gasps> Facebook then crane uh doused the office with a fire extinguisher, took some candy, and left. He was easy to find though the police just followed the trail of stolen m and m s that literally <laughs> led to his sister's place. oh my God.
1: <laughs> That'd probably be me if I was robbing somebody. He either lived
3: really close, <laughs> or he that was a lot of candy. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> um, this one, and this isn't the first time this has happened. Uh, John Morgan, 28, had just served five years for bank robbery when he walked into the Savings Bank of Asheville on August 24th uh, and robbed it. He and his 24-year-old girlfriend, Ashley DeBow, Then snapped a selfie Oh no With the apparently stolen cash And posted them to their Facebook page A lot of people looked at the photos Including the police And the couple (laughs) were arrested How stupid can you be?
1: Common sense Well, there you go There's social media
3: for you again, right? (laughs) Lord have mercy
1: Oh my god, my face hurts from laughing
3: All right, and here's our last one, and then we'll uh hear from uh we'll hear from uh one of our sponsors in them. well, not one of our sponsors, one of the people we sponsor yeah this is great uh, I love this drug smugglers are fond of hiding their contraband in unlikely places, right We know that,
2: yeah, they put them in all
3: sorts of things, uh, including wheels of methylace cheese, bars of opium soap, cocaine breast implants, and everything you could possibly imagine inside um rear ends, and other orifices of the body. It seems to me, however, that hiding drugs inside food is a recipe for disaster. (laughs) Either the delicious uh, disguise is so believable that someone is bound to ask for a bite, or it's lacking in certain ingredients and recognizable smells that suspicion is provoked. Take, for example, the Arizona woman who was busted (laughs) late last week for trying to smuggle a pound of meth inside two burritos. (laughs) Bruce, Bruce is just stunned. Oh, you there, Bruce? He's <laughs> <laughs> just stunned.
2: My kind of girl. <laughs>
3: border Patrol agents stopped the 23-year-old uh, a woman after oh, drug sniffing. 23, 23. <laughs> uh, after drug sniffing dogs got a oh. sniff of her special burritos as she was trying to cross uh, the pedestrian gate last week at the border. After her arrest, the woman told police that she was a drug mule who had been paid. <laughs> Only five hundred dollars to deliver the drugs estimated mm. to be worth around three
2: thousand she should have given to Frank, Told <laughs> him, take him across
3: <laughs> to
1: Frank, yeah, so you had a better chance eating both burritos and going across the border than Frank you not is my, did.
2: It is, Frank is my <laughs> fictionary guy, oh, that's your fictionary guy. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. Yeah. I'm telling that at work. Somebody. I am. That's too good. Somebody. You know, oh, there there's
3: lots
2: of stuff like that. You can't believe God. it.
3: You know what? I I I um, one of my friends posted a picture of Dr. Allen Berger's book 12 stupid things that mess up recovery, which is I love the book. Uh-huh. And another person, a friend of mine says "They don't like the book because it's it's just stupid. It's just common sense. Come on." And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> Particularly when I was new in my sobriety, I didn't come in here. Common sense isn't what brought me in the door. No. You know, I needed some common sense. And so a simple book <laughs> like 12 Stupid Things That Mess Up Recovery, which has some things you would think would be common sense. When we first came in, yeah. we didn't even consider these exactly. things. You know, because we're stuffing burritos full of methamphetamine. <laughs> oh, I mean, give me a break. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll be back right after this with the topic. Uh, true friendship. What is it? Lifeline Connections, providing a safe, confidential, and comfortable place for hope, help, and healing in the Pacific Northwest.
1: When I started receiving
0: services at Lifeline Connections just over six years ago, I was so broken. I was homeless,
1: I had a mental illness, and a a substance use disorder. By being able to treat my mental illness first, I was able to gain the tools that I needed to overcome my mental illness and to treat my addiction. Lifeline Connections has given me the hope and healing that I needed to get my life back in order. Today, I am proud to say that I'm a success.
3: To speak with an addiction specialist, call 360-397-8246 or visit lifelineconnections.org. Yes, indeedy. Welcome back to the show. True friendship is the topic. What is it? What is true friendship? <clears throat> All right, so uh, here's an interesting piece. Uh, this comes out of an article by Alex uh, Lickerman, M.D., out of Psychology Today. And I, I thought it was worth taking a, taking a look at, and we'll, we'll discuss this. Uh, the Japanese have a term, uh, kenzoku, which translated literally means family. Uh, the connotation suggests a bond between people who've made a similar commitment and who possibly, therefore, share a similar destiny. It implies the presence of the deepest connection of friendship, of lives lived as comrades from the distant past. Many of us have people in our lives with whom we feel the bond described by the word can, uh, can uh They may be family members, a mother, a brother, a daughter, a cousin, or a friend from grammar school with whom we haven't talked in decades. Time and distance do nothing to diminish the bond we have with these kinds of friends. The question then arises, why do we have the kind of chemistry encapsulated by the word friend with only a few people we know and not scores of others? The closer we look for the answer, the more elusive it becomes. It may not, in fact, be possible to know, but the characteristics that define a friend relationship most certainly are uh, and and we're gonna we're gonna look over some of these characteristics here in a minute but I thought it was interesting because we posted this question on Facebook and um, tony has got got one she's gonna share uh, personally uh, herself from a friend uh, when this was posted so Tony re- read read the comment that you got from one of your dear friends
1: oh okay my my own personal one yeah well uh her her name's Amy she I've known her like Since middle school, and she's never, ever left my side. So I personally asked her, you know, Mm -hmm. how she had to, you know, view our friendship before, during, before my drinking, during my drinking, and after my drinking. And, uh, you know, the whole thing in a nutshell, the question I asked her, and the answer actually blew me away. And I shared this with Monty, so it said, honestly, Tony, I don't even know if I can get through this without crying, but I'll try.
3: <clears throat> if you can, I'll, I'll read it for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you want me to?
1: Yeah. I'm okay. already crying already. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying when I was texting you.
3: It says, honestly, Tony, you have always been a great friend to me. And in return, I share the same love. You are here for a reason. In my eyes, you're here to save <sighs> others and inspire the world. You have inspired me to be a better person. So me being there for you through thick and thin is my way of saying thank you. Anyone who would give up on such a gem is not human in my eyes. You are the strongest woman I know. So don't thank me for being friend to you because I am just returning your heart of gold. If anyone should be thanked, it's you. You are the biggest role model for the world. I love you, and you should too. You're the angel that killed those demons, not me, not AA. It's all you, babe. Mm -hmm. Your uh, your motivation to help others is what I admire the most about you. Wow.
1: Isn't she amazing? I wow. love her so much.
3: <laughs> and let me, ju- let me just echo that. That really does describe you. Aww. You are very much like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are an encourager. You are a strong woman. And, and uh, wow, to have somebody uh, in your life to speak that of you is pretty amazing, isn't it, Bruce? You bet. I, you it
2: bet.
1: gets me every time. That's why I knew I was like, I'm not a- Amy, I love you, but mm-hmm. nobody would have understood it if I, could. Uh-huh.
2: I. I Frank wrote me a letter like that, but he's a figment. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> like Cecil
3: complimenting <laughs> all of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
1: that that was cool. That
3: was so cool. Bruce. Before you chime in on this, let, uh, uh, let's hear the responses uh, on Facebook. Oh yeah, just go ahead and read their first name, and then you can okay. read their response.
1: Uh, Brad, consistent prayer. Guided unconditional love action. That is how he describes friendship. Um, Adam says unconditional love. Uh, Conley actually, this is one of my favorites on here. This is
3: by the way, Conley is Ray White, the one we play. Oh really? A lot of his music. Yeah.
1: Oh okay. Yeah. yeah no, I I read this over and over again. And I love it. A friend is someone who will try to help you. A true friend is someone who will help you try. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, my real friends are those who may wander in and out of my life but are always there in crisis, sharing the joy and sorrow. We may experience conflict, get angry with one another, but we love and accept another regardless. Uh, Ariana, a true friend is one who has faith and shows that you, and shows that there is good all around. If you listen with your heart and feel with your soul, that's what God lives and won't let you down. You want me to keep reading? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Erica, love your spelling at the name. Uh, love interaction. Loving interaction, even when it means pointing out areas in each other's that need work. Also being transparent with the other person. honest. Honesty is the best policy. Patsy. Wow. Friendship. Honestly, even when it is important to hear the truth, they love me. I don't know how or why I should be loved. Be there for me so when I don't really think I need someone to be there. Oh, to be there for me when I don't think I really need someone to be there allows me to uh to care for them in the same way and ways or same area and ways, no matter what they got, no matter what they got you. I think it's for talking yeah. about gifts, for instance, yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, I uh, or what she got them, yeah. Yeah, like have your back. I have some truly wonderful friends, and I seldom see. They are more uh, like family to me. Uh Vincent, being able to say anything without being judged, being able to get uncomfortable to say when you're full of it. And true. Ah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call your Ooh. crap out. Call your crap out. Amy yeah. did that a lot too. Yay. Uh Steven. <laughs> true friendship for me is uh friendship that lasts past oh. True friendship for me is friendship that lasts past my last breath. That's cool. Uh Kelly, I think true friendship is one of Uh, those that are there in the bad times, anyone can be there for the good times. Someone there in the bad times is a real friend. That's so true. Uh, Melissa, working through the hard times, thoughtfulness, wanting the best for someone, and enjoying each other's company, a.k.a. fun. And Judy says, someone who is ready to stand up for you and lift you up when you need encouragement, as well as be honest with you when truth (coughs) needs to be spoken, even when you know it might hurt. All good ones. Can
2: you have the same kind of friendship as they were talking about with the opposite sex?
1: I think to a point you can, as long as it's just friends.
2: I think that's challenging.
1: It's very challenging.
2: I believe it's challenging also. And I believe that that's one that uh, I have, that kind of friendship today, but it's only because God showed me up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, it's in Christ that that happened to me. But it uh, right uh, up until that point, uh, I don't think I was capable of having that kind of friendship with the opposite sex. Oh, I said they were my friends, and I said that I. But I think I I wanted more. Yeah. It's
3: it's interesting. I don't know if any of you uh, out there that are listening, or Bruce or or Tony, have ever uh, seen the iconic movie when Harry met Sally. Um no, but when when Harry met Sally you have these two friends uh, one one's a guy one's a gal and they've known each other from high school and then through college and they're walking along the road and they and and he's telling her he says you cannot be friends with a member of the opposite sex because sex gets in the way. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she says well sure you can. And he goes no you can't. Sure you can. No you can't. And uh he says as soon as friendship comes into the picture Then it's about this other thing, and then, you know, and they end up up being a couple later on in the show. But um, it's an interesting dynamic because even though it's a comedy, the movie, uh, there's an element of truth truth in that. You bet. Mm -hmm. And
2: and so I'd like to point out that just as all the examples of friendship that was just read, Mm -hmm. you can give that many more examples of friendship with the opposite sex. So what is friendship? Yeah. is the answer. So I think that's a, a wonderful topic. And I don't think we'll reach uh a conclusion that is you know brings everybody in. Yeah. No,
3: no I, don't, I don't think it's possible because I think it's elusive. Mm-hmm. Um uh well uh Dr. Dr. Alec Lickerman uh it gave uh, some points here and I thought this is this was interesting. What draws people together as friends? Number one, common interests Uh, This probably ties us closer to our friends than many would like to admit. When our interests uh, diverge and we can find nothing to enjoy jointly, time spent together tends to rapidly diminish. Not that we can't still care deeply about friends Mm -hmm. with whom we no longer share common interests, but it's probably uncommon for such friends to interact on a regular basis. I think that's kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 for, I, give you, I give you, for instance, for me, and then you guys, if you have an example, uh, share yours. But like the men's ministry in the church we used to attend years ago,
0: mm-hmm.
3: it was all about bowling, uh, uh, target shooting, race cars, and hunting. Men's ministry. I, I didn't <laughs> identify with any of that. I don't yeah. do any of that. Um, and so I had nothing in common with these guys. Mm-hmm. So when I would go on a men's retreat, I felt very alone. I didn't know anything about guns. I didn't know anything about cars. Mm-hmm. You know, um, maybe a little about bowling, but what's there to know, you know when you're not a professional. Yeah. Um, I didn't know anything about fishing. And and so these guys would talk, and they'd interact. And may I just say, and I'm not criticizing men, but it was very surface. Yeah. But they, they had a good time. They're all yucking it up and everything. And I'm just sitting there going, I don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had nothing in common with them. So I was it was really hard for me to become... More than just acquaintances. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? You have to have something in common with somebody. Does that make it easier?
2: Hmm. I think it's true. I had a, a friend that I had a lot in common with, you know, and uh, he went by the wayside for years
0: mm-hmm. because
2: of my drug addiction,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know, right? And we did, and I think that that would have happened anyway, you know, as I as I thought about it. But then we'd contact one another and. You know, and we'd talk and then we the last time we made contact I uh didn't get his correct address and uh phone number and uh so I was never never able to reach him again. Oh and you lost contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think he's my friend. Mm. I mean oh, my yeah. my friend. You know, there's a thing that's that we share that is uh uh pretty important and I think that is that uh we always, and I mean always, had one another's back.
3: Interesting. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean, Tony, to have somebody else's back?
1: Well, you know, you're just basically there for the other person, no matter what—good, um, bad, and indifferent. You know, I have a lot of friends right back or, home, right, like right that. or wrong, right or wrong, exactly. Um, like my friends Sharon and Amy. I mean, those two have had my back forever, and. Uh, even when I do wrong, they're like, oh, let me tell you about something. And then when I do right, you know, and I do the same thing with them. Um, I I think you don't have to have a common interest per se. I think just, you know, the, the vibes and the conversation and like, I don't know. It's just, it's the chemistry you have with people that makes. Ooh,
2: chemistry. Yeah, See, that's yeah, coming. Uh, great that's, friends. Yeah.
1: You don't yeah. have to talk all the time. But, you mm. know, when you need somebody, you know, people like. Amy and Sharon, like me, I know they're there. I know they got my back. I know that we can go months without talking, but if I need them, bam. Mm -hmm. They're like, what you need? And same with them.
2: What was dynamic about it for me, the way I'd explain it, is even if this person was in jail or on the street or I was in jail, I knew they were there for me.
1: Yep. I, yeah. can, I mean yeah. i knew it yeah she, mm-hmm.
2: I, there was always somebody no matter even if they couldn't be reached exactly See? right and uh that was uh that was all right with me that 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 was a, a tremendous
1: there always be that certain connection help You
2: help in bad times man yeah right exactly you know right. I, i'm looking at 15 years once and i'm Sitting there, you know, and I could remember him and mm-hmm. and 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 what he dealt with and the things he'd gone through and and how he had made it home, and I thought, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Wow. Well, well, for if you hear him meowing
3: in the background, that's Christy, the studio cat, <laughs> having a fit. Um. Yeah. So did that's really both of you guys. That's really great. So common interest, not necessarily, but the chemistry. Yeah. 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 Uh, Number two, history. Nothing ties people together, even people with little in common, than having gone through the same difficult experience as the sole glue to keep friendships whole in the long run. However, it often dries, cracks, and ultimately fails. Mm.
0: Um,
3: So that would suggest that just having history doesn't necessarily... um, So I have have a, a... person in my life or was in my life mm-hmm. named Larry
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, Larry and I had a history it was not healthy for 25 plus years he was my drinking buddy he you know we did everything together everything mm-hmm. everything that was 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 good everything that was bad everything it just it was just. It was a toxic relationship. May I just say, if you put a drop of arsenic in a gallon of milk, it poisons the whole gallon. So anything that we did that was good Mm -hmm. was spoiled by all the garbage we did together. We were running buddies. And we have a history. It took me a long time to detach... From that relationship and, and accept what he had already accepted yeah. that we weren't good for each other. Mm-hmm. And he, he, even in our recovery, after years of being apart and actually growing and bec- becoming better people, mm-hmm. he had to make the decision to cut me mm-hmm. loose, so to speak, and, and say, you know, this side of glory, we're not going to be able to be friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I think there's something to be said about being... A good enough friend to be able to do that. Oh, definitely. Even in the risk of losing your friend, to care enough about yourself and about the other person to sometimes cut the tie, regardless of the history you've had mm-hmm. and say we can't go there. That's actually a sign of a commitment to somebody else as well as your own recovery. And um That can't be easy either. No, it can't be easy. It can't be For easy.
1: For either either side. No. No.
3: And I, th- I I tend to think it was easier for him. Yeah. Because I found out years later that for years I was, it was kind of a one-sided friendship. Mm. I really considered him my best friend. He really never considered me yeah, that. And that, that crushed me for a while, but through my, the 12 step process and my sponsor everything, I was able to work through that Yeah, and I get it now and mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay. Some people don't survive that. They become so attached to another person as their best buddy. They just go downstream. It after crushes that. them, yep. you know, and, um, So just because you have a history
1: Mm -hmm.
3: doesn't necessarily mean it was healthy, you know, but history can play a big part in it, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you've gone through crisis times together and
1: come out the other end and you're still friends. And Mm. I think that goes to show a lot about each person, both involved, because you can both grow from that and learn from that. You can. It may take time, but time does heal all wounds.
2: Mm. Yeah, I kind of disagree almost, you know, I I had some history and it was with this man and it was a lot of terrible things took place. Mm -hmm. But yet the one element that you said that when he started uh, robbing banks, Mm -hmm. he told me no. He said it's not a good thing. Just because he had all this money and right, you know, things were going good for him at the time. Yeah, uh, he said no, you know, and uh, he, what that, do you mean,
3: no? Not not to partake in that with him, not to partake or, in yeah. that
2: with him or without yeah. him. Oh, wow. we believed if you couldn't do it you by yourselves, then you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, that's that's uh, interesting. We had a very that was a kind of thing that we agreed upon, you know, yeah. because we seen too many people fall to the wayside by yeah. people they knew, right so anyway he wouldn't allow that to take place in my life and uh that even drew us closer together man.
3: interesting wow yeah. you know and i one of my prayers is mm-hmm. that that someday because every uh, with the exception of one person who really wasn't that close of a friend anyway mm-hmm. um every single person in my life that was a major player in the in the play let's so, so so to speak yeah Our relationships have been restored. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, ones that really impact my heart. There's been other ones that haven't, some family members, stuff like that. But ones that I really ached to be restored. Every single one has been restored Mm -hmm. through the power of God and and my recovery program and that whole thing, Um, with the exception of my friend Larry. And, and he's fallen off the face of the earth. Nobody, including his family, knows how to eat where he's... I don't even know if he's alive. So I pray for him on a regular basis. Uh-huh. And maybe someday, maybe someday that'll come full circle. I've had so many things come full circle that it yeah. blows my mind. You know, mm-hmm. the thing that's cool about this is that I can reflect on what I've learned from that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I can be okay with it. Yeah. Regardless if that ever comes full circle. Because there's going to be a day... And some of you listening right now have people in your life or did like this. There's going to be a day on the other side of glory
1: mm-hmm.
3: where it's going to come together again. Yep. And, uh, you know, and that's what I pray for.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, so,
2: so, yeah, that can be heartbreaking, mm-hmm. but you got to keep moving, don't you, Bruce? Yeah. The, you know, this particular man played a great part in my faith. And it was because when I found out what this was all about, I knew he was lost
1: yeah
2: mm. and he's gone now, oh wow, oh, See? wow, so, and uh, I'm all right with that, yeah. yeah, uh, I know that God has a purpose for everything, yeah, and I think he used our relationship to to make me understand what salvation was.
1: That's powerful.
2: Number three is common values. Though not necessarily
3: enough to create a friendship, if values are too divergent, it's difficult for a friendship to thrive.
1: I don't understand that one.
3: Okay. So certain moral ethics and values that you hold dear
1: Mm
3: -hmm. um, can really be something that bonds you together with somebody that's your friend. Okay. I, I mean I mean, I gotta tell you, my closest friends are we may not agree on everything. We may have differences of opinions politically, uh, you know, but morally, mm-hmm. when it comes down to who God is in our lives, when it comes down to moral issues and family values and things like that, yeah. we're on the same page. Gotcha. And I have to tell you, for me, it is a lot more difficult to be bonded to somebody that doesn't isn't on the same page when it comes to some very basic moral standards, yeah um, I just don't connect with them
1: mm-hmm. what do you guys think that's understandable i I have a lot of people like that um you know it it's hard to okay I'm not going to say who these people are, but it's hard to have to uh, be around them sometimes and not mm-hmm. be able to relate, but to uh, still give them the, the the respect I have to give them. Yeah. Uh, even though at times it's a hard situation to do. Right. But um, I think, you know, now that both parties are trying to keep that mutual ground, it's getting easier. So, yeah, I mean, com- common values, I it's really important to have, I think, in friendships and not just have to get alongs. Quote unquote.
3: Yeah, and not just that you're good fishing partners. Yeah, but when it comes down to things that you discuss on a deep level, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, Bruce? What do you it
2: think? It gets uncomfortable. Well, I think that that's is the most important thing. You have to have a when we say common values, I'm talking about our moral values. Yeah, yeah. me too. Our standards and what we will and won't do. You know, uh, and I think that uh, when those lines start to be crossed, mm-hmm. uh, something goes haywire. Yeah. You yeah. know, and if your friendship isn't solid enough where you can talk to one another and you can uh say no, let's not go there. Right. You know what I mean? If you don't have that sort of fellowship, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's something that'll let's say you're you're kinda loose and the other person's loose. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Yeah. But if you're both if you're both aren't, you know, or you're both don't have a a very solid structure yeah you know well then it, it's gonna get it's gonna get shaky yeah, yeah shaky very
1: fast it is yeah
2: And you know, that's the best way I can put it
4: yeah
1: actually that's you know, perfectly put you
2: know,
3: yeah mind. and and that was the case with my friend Larry <laughs> you yeah. know our our value system we both knew the Lord but we were not walking with him Mm-hmm. You know, and I will not put this on him. I will take 100% ownership of this. Yeah. My whole focus in that relationship was, by God, you're going to be my best friend if it kills me. Mm-hmm. And 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 I was like chasing after the guy. Yep. You know, and, and all that kind of thing. And uh, doggone it, 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 you know, it was all based in self, self, self. And that's why it was. That was why it was weird. You know who just walked in the door? Come on in, Marv marv just walked in shut up
1: hey are you serious yeah marv ah! just walked in
3: come on in brother you're on the air brother come on in
1: Hi. <laughs> shut up. Here, come marv, on come on seat. in
3: and, and, and have a seat over here in this chair oh in that chair okay uh so marv marv is in the house marv r is in the house Yay! Hey, hey we! <laughs> hey, Marv, how you doing, buddy? Oh, pretty good. He's pretty look- good. He's looking over at the monitor, the amis. So th- the topic uh, this week is true friendship. what is it? What is it? And then Mark, Marv walks in. I know.
1: It's like the vibe was like, "Wow, isn't that a trip?
4: Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: isn't that it? A- well, what are you doing, brother?
1: What's
3: well, happening?
4: Well, you know, I was uh, just out wandering around, and and I had talked to Bruce earlier, and I knew he had come down here, and.
1: Aww.
4: And I hadn't seen you for a while, and I just swung in.
1: He swung in. Yeah. yeah. Did you ride your horse here? Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, okay. <laughs> there's,
2: no, there's no doubt that he's a cowboy. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt, yeah. So, yeah.
3: so, uh, Mark, we, we've been talking about friendship, and, and one of the things that we just talked about was common values. Though not necessary enough to create a friendship, if values are too divergent, it's difficult for a friendship to thrive. We were talking about having the same moral values and having a, an agreement with each other that there's just certain lines you don't cross. And that, that how much easier it is to become close as a friend with somebody when you have those kind of values versus when you don't. Would you agree?
4: I would. Yeah. You got yeah. friends like that, brother? I've got a few, Yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs>
1: Yay! That's almost hard to believe. I know. Oh, no, please. <laughs> uh, so awesome! You made my day. Thank you. Oh yeah. my goodness, I got to see Marv. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's great. I, well, I love you guys too, of course. But
2: I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> do you think some friendships have to come about through a uh, period of time, Marv, where you you kind of work on those and and the friendship bills over a period of time of trust and those type sure, of things
4: sure sure yeah. yeah yeah so Mark,
3: we got a new microphones you see that yours isn't but there's it there's yeah. our you, you still got an old one
4: yeah you oh. got an old one that's pretty nice
1: yeah. who did you say was like this not michael jackson's was it
3: yeah it was michael these are the mics that they used for his uh, recording of thriller yeah that's right. yeah yeah Hey, I'm or... gonna
2: I'm gonna give him this paper. Oh, he doesn't. He don't have his glasses on. <laughs> well, the fourth one. Uh,
3: so we talked about we've talked about common interests. We have talked about history, common values. Here's one called equality. If one friend needs the, the the support of the other on a consistent basis, such that the person dependent upon receives no benefit under other than the opportunity to support and encourage, mm-hmm. while the relationship may be significant and valuable. It can't be said to define a true friendship. let me read that again if one friend needs the support of the other on a consistent basis such that the person dependent upon receives no benefit other than the opportunity to support and encourage while the relationship may be significant and valuable it can't be seen to define a true friendship I that you know I think that uh, I don't know I don't know <laughs> either. that was weird. I don't know if I totally agree with that no. Yeah. Because, that, because sometimes true friendships are one-sided. It doesn't mean the person that is encouraging and supporting, if just because they're not receiving the friendship back, doesn't
2: mean that they're not a true friend. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'd have to really think about that. I mm-hmm. don't think that I'm qualified to give an answer like that. But I today I try to be there. Right, Mm -hmm. right. You know, at all costs to to help another individual when they need it, or to at least to listen. Sure. You know? There's times I don't want to do it. Does that make me a bad friend? No, it just
3: makes you human. But I
2: don't know if that qualifies a a friendship, the kind of friendships that we're talking about. One that is uh, uh, necessary to endure.
3: Yeah, maybe that would qualify on a friendship that's both that goes both ways equally. But, you know, you can be a true friend to somebody. Just because they don't respond the way you yeah. do doesn't mean that you don't love them unconditionally. You don't love them, it, you know. Because some, yeah, some of my friendships, mm-hmm. the other side has taken time to develop. Yeah. And it didn't start out that way. And one of was us, were, one of us were more of a friend than the other for yeah. a long time. And usually, aren't most friends friendships a little lopsided anyway? Oh, I one person are, writes totally. more, one person phones more, yeah. one person kind of checks in with the other person more than the other. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're not loyal friends. It's just sometimes one person takes the reins just a little bit more than the other guy. Hand yeah.
4: just hand this over to Marv. Let him. <laughs> <of> <laughs> it. What do you think, Marv? I can't know. He, I love <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, there there's a point um also where you have to determine uh, at least if I understood what you read correctly um whether this other person is uh, uh dependent on you de- dependent to the point where they're needy and and give me give me give me give me and, right. mm-hmm. and that and that uh, course the key word in the program is enabling yeah yeah and stuff like that so yeah
3: Yeah. that that would depend on that would depend
1: well like mine and Anna's friendship when it I mean we were friends before you know a certain incident happened but after that because I could relate to her on the level because of the circumstances that happened to her yeah a lot we have grown together closer because of that common thing So I think, you know, just needing each other could also develop good friendships as well because not only could I relate to what happened to her, but now, Mm -hmm. you know, we had more in common than what we ever thought. So I think friendships can grow out of this type of circumstances too.
3: What makes a friend worthy of the name? Here's three ideas. A commitment to your well-being. I love this. Uh, A true friend is consistently willing to put your best interest before your friendship. Mm Mm-hmm. It's said that good advice grates on the ear, but a true friend won't refrain from telling you something you don't want to hear, something that may even risk fracturing the friendship if hearing it lies in your best interest. A true friend will not lack the mercy to correct you when you're wrong. A true friend will confront you with your drinking problem as quickly as inform you about a malignant-looking skin lesion on your back that you can't see yourself. Amen.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I agree with that. Yeah. That's the Put first your mic thing closer there, bud. That's the first thing we've read that I agree with. Absolutely. I absolutely agree with. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You need to be able to do that to really be a true friend. Yeah. If you can't correct somebody, then I don't think that – I think you can call them friend as a passing you know, thing. Yeah. Yes, I know that person or the, some of the things we do or a family member. Right. Like we're talking about. But uh, to have yeah. really, to be your friend, you have to, that has to be developed. Do and I? that takes trust. Yeah, it does. definitely. Do
3: I love you enough to risk our friendship mm-hmm. forever to tell you the truth and put your best best interest at mm-hmm. heart?
2: That's right.
1: And it has to go both ways. It your can't be one or the other. Your best at heart yeah. before mine. Yeah,
2: before mine. Because, mm-hmm. see, I don't want to do that. Right. See, I don't want to take because that Because
4: we're risk. selfish and self-centered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes. How about that, Marv?
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> a man of a few words. <laughs> That's Marv. We love him.
4: You can, the audience has to be here to see
2: this. <laughs> I
1: know, <it's> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Don't let me forget to tell you the, my rattlesnake story before you leave today, yeah. Marv. Oh, okay. my God. Um, Uh, Number two, uh, what makes a friend worthy of the name? Not asking you to place the friendship before your principles. A true friend won't ask you to compromise your principles in the name of your friendship or anything else.
1: Amen. Ever. 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 That's so true?
3: Ever. Yeah. You bet. And the third Mm -hmm. one, a good influence. A true friend inspires you to live up to your best potential, not to indulge your selfish interests.
1: Yeah. And see weird. when I when I was
3: hanging out with my buddy Larry all those years, mm-hmm. I was encouraging indulging in our selfish interest. Yeah. yeah, who's buying the six pack today? Mm-hmm. You, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But we must buy one. Yeah, or two, or three, or
1: four, or five. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know
3: uh, that was not good uh, mm-hmm. at all. Um, so th- so so there's some <clears throat> some cool ideas
2: uh, about. Uh, true mm. friendships, and... Uh, that last one's hard for me. Yeah. I'm still it, moaning and groaning and pulling on it. A true friend inspires
3: you to live yeah. up to your best potential, not your, your selfish <laughs> interests. <laughs> yeah, we I, like I guess like,
2: they, would, they would desire that I did those things, but I wouldn't, you know what I mean? And we still hung in there together. Yeah. I'm talking about through my addiction. Right. Because um, it came first to me. Your addiction. And I fed it however I could, and... Right. So I broke a lot of my own codes and, and my friend stayed my friend.
3: Yeah. Amazing. Okay. See, and some of mine did too. Mhm. Uh Larry, Larry didn't, but but some of my my other ones did. Yeah. And in fact, one of them was uh became a traveling companion for me for this show.
1: Oh.
3: And ended up on my my advisory board.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh Brent Brent Cook and and we've been friends since college. Mhm. And we weren't drinking buddies, but we certainly partied together. Yeah. yeah. You know, he wasn't an alcoholic. He was an alcohol abuser. But, you know, we went down some crazy roads. But then, yeah. you know, here's but, the thing about the Lord was both the Lord of our friendship, even when we were walking
2: sideways. This guy mm-hmm. did inspire me to to try to hold on to my values. But, yeah. But, you know, they were going to go by. Yeah. I mean, he stayed. He, stay, he hung in there with me, and that was amazing.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how Amy... Yeah. Amy is
2: not many people do that though.
1: Mm-mm.
2: Well, listen, we're out of time, and
3: uh, we're <laughs> going to close with this song. Uh, you want to talk about a friendship? You know how people say it's important to become best friends before you become lovers. You know when it comes to to the marriage relationship and so oh, forth. Okay. This is a song by Jerry Vandiver. Uh It's not that long, but it's very uh, to the point about Lester and Betty. Now, Lester and Betty uh, ate together. All the time, but Thursday was a very special day where they sat down at the table, very focused on their meal, Mm -hmm. and Lester would cut the heel of the bread and give it to Betty. And something (laughs) happened that really proves that sometimes we can misunderstand each other
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) with
3: our best interest at heart. Yeah but how true friendship and true love can withstand even that. So check out this song called The Heel (coughs) of the Bread.
0: Thursday nights Betty made a roast Lester would buy a warm loaf From the bakery After work at five Betty set the china plates Lester said the nightly grace And carved the meat and bread With pride Then he'd pass the heel Along to her Because she loved him She choked it down without a word Ain't it funny how we live Our feelings go unsaid And the time we lose when intentions are misread And ain't it sad how we misjudge So many signs of love Like Lester and Betty And the heel of the bread 20 years of Thursday nights and Betty somehow wore a smile And kept her protest quietly concealed but One night after a long hard day She threw that hated heel away And with angry words her resentment was revealed Lester shook his head and said if I had known I gave it to you cause it's the part I love the most Ain't it funny how we live Our feelings go unsaid And the time we lose when intentions are misread and ain't it sad how we misjudge so many signs of love, like Lester in Betty, and the heel of the bread, like Lester in Betty, and the heel of the bread.
3: So if you have something to say to somebody and you want to tell them you love them and you care, you better do it now, because you don't know if tomorrow's even gonna come. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man, Tony and Bruce, and even
1: more. We're wishing serenity. This has been a broadcast. For you of Take Twelve Recovery Radio and KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. Oh yeah!
2: Make that
0: coffee black kitty 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 kitty.